0: hey hey hi my name is david i am a host (laughs) of a podcast oh god uh it is an american history podcast
1: sure and each week i dave slow down dave dave read a story Uh to my friend yeah Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic's going to be about, does not know the pace of the show. No, I do. Well, you're talking like Christopher Walken. We are working at a pace. You sound like Christopher Walken trying to sound like a regular person.
0: Hello. That was my Christopher Walken. That's
1: not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God, you want a little hit of dude? I'll do one (laughs) bummer. People say this is funny. Not Gary Giraffe. Dave okay. Someone or something is tickling people.
1: Is it for fun? And this
0: is not going to become the tickling
1: podcast. Okay.
0: You <laughs> are Queen Fakey
1: of Made Uptown. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle and do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. <laughs> Nicely done,
0: my friend. No. No. <laughs>
1: 13th, oh. 1902. Ooh. Dyslexic Halloween. Harry Perpon. Harry Perpont.
0: Perpont? Sure. Was born in Muncie, Indiana.
1: Perpont from Muncie.
0: He had a younger brother and an older sister. His sister died of tuberculosis when Harry was a teenager. What dollop does not start with someone dying when the main subject is a child?
1: I think it's an important thing that happens to a lot of these people. Uh,
0: Harry's dad, Joe, was a woodworker in a carriage factory. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a standard job back then. Yeah. Putting together wood carriages.
1: Just um, putting car- wood on carriages. Yeah. I mean, it was a big uh, carriage time.
0: Harry graduated from school in the eighth grade. And was considered to have an above average intelligence. Sorry,
1: what do you mean he graduated? He, he was done with I school? I think that was
0: when he was done with school.
1: At eighth grade? I
0: couldn't find any indication of him continuing <sighs> on with school, but I feel like he was like, Okay, I got enough.
1: Mm, see, that's how we should be graduating them. We mm-hmm. are basically anyway.
0: Yeah. So by nineteen twenty, Harry was working in an automobile plant. Okay. Right? So automobiles are fucking happening. Sure. Uh, that's right around when he started his new career path. Oh god. Crime. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. August 1921, Harry was arrested for carrying a concealed weapon. All right. During his arrest, he picked up a severe head, head injury.
1: Oh, from okay. Just well, that, yeah, that I think that. Do you think maybe the, pretty right?
0: I mean, you've heard of cop's sure. So I think they were like, "Oh, I don't like what." Did you're they doing.
1: have the show Cops back then?
0: Yes, this uh, 1920 was the first year of Cops. He's reality. accused
1: of stealing a buggy. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> This whippersnapper.
1: Yeah.
0: He spent 10 days in jail and was then sent to the state hospital. He had problems with his eyes, experienced dizziness, and complained of headaches. At an inquest in September, his mother said he was different than before.
1: So he really got his fucking head hit.
0: He got rocked.
1: So they, I mean, the cops were like, watch your head when you get into the buggy. Or did
0: they just start to notice that he was different after the... Here. He was sullen and suspicious of things and was now prone to outbursts. He also went through periods of insomnia and became obsessed with guns.
1: Been there. <laughs> Done that. Can't sleep. Gonna polish my rifle. Well, just gotta clean the side off. Count, Counting shotguns. <laughs> Counting shotguns before
0: I go to bed. Did you sleep last night? No, I was too busy sniffing my weapons. Yeah.
1: How are you? Scared?
0: Yeah. During his stay in the mental hospital, he was diagnosed uh, with what would later be called disorganized schizophrenia. Disorganized schizophrenia. Yeah, it's not organized. I guess it, sounds very hodgepodgey because they put disorganized in front. So I think they're. I think what they were doing was taking a bunch of different shit and classifying it as one thing. Because now today, disorganized schizophrenia is not right. a thing. It's not okay. in the DSM. Right. It's not like I was going to say yeah. So it was like a, it was one of those bullshit. Right. Yeah, just, no, yeah. all the all the other stuff. This so guy it, named Tom inside of my head said to make my desk messy. Okay, that's oh God. very disorganized. <laughs> the most uh, prominent feature of Harry's form of schizophrenia is paranoia and strange or inappropriate emotional responses like inappropriate laughter. Hmm. Sometimes they just have they just have a complete lack of emotion. Either way, Harry had it. The symptoms usually developed very rapidly. And as an added bonus, he was obsessed with guns, as we said. Did I mention that he was obsessed with guns?
1: Yeah, and now we're just adding maniacal laughter to that? Yeah, maniacal laughter. So he's the Joker. And then a... (laughs) (laughs) He
0: is the Joker. Okay. Uh, At some point, Harry was released from the mental hospital. I couldn't find any reason why he was
1: released. Yeah, bad idea.
0: back then, it seemed like if you went in, you're fucking in, baby. You're
1: too disorganized. Get out of here.
0: Um... Uh, by January 1922, he was roaming around Indiana. He was handsome. He, he was, his nickname was Handsome Harry uh, Perpont. That was his crime name. Yeah, wow. like there's Babyface Nelson and all those guys. Well, right. He was, he was Handsome Harry.
1: Now it should be Laughing Harry.
0: Laughing Hansy, Handsome Harry. Yeah. Uh, he was soft smoking, bright, and a natural born leader. Did I mention he that was? He, he but- liked
1: guns. You mentioned he liked guns. So I feel like that's going to be important. But why is he like? He's not a. He couldn't be a. How is a schizophrenic person a solid? Well, I leader? think
0: that he had the like lack of emotion. You know, kind of. It didn't mean. But that's but why. Schizo- that's why schizophr- it's, schizophrenic. It's not, that's why it's not schizophrenia. It was back then diagnosed as schizophrenia. They so it just,
1: wasn't even necessarily schizophrenic. No, it's not this way okay. we
0: think of it. It okay. was a different thing that is now gone. So right. He was like cool and collected and. He probably had no emotions, which made him a leader. Like right. when all the shooting's going on, he's like, all right, let's go do
1: that. Okay. I said he liked guns, right? You mentioned that a bunch of times, actually. On, like a ton of times. Really? Yeah, I
0: did. a lot. On January 2nd, he stole a car, drove to Greencastle, and robbed Cook Hardware Store, stealing nine handguns. Okay. I like that the hardware
1: store used to have that many handguns. Well, every,
0: that's where they always went for guns. <laughs> Jesus. Tons of guns. Yeah.
1: Uh, five not days not le- that we're far off that now. No, not to make it close. sound like we're like yeah. they're in cabinets or you something. Could,
0: you could go to a grocery store and get guns yeah, in America for sure. right now. Yeah, you know what?
1: I would like a Big
0: Mac, uh, fries, and a couple of handguns.
1: Uh, just the sunblock, the uh, fishing lure, and uh, Uzi. <laughs> and then this gum. Impulse. (laughs) Impulse by God. Impulse by. Oh, bullets. Oh, look. Scott from the Kardashians is going into rehab. Yeah, no, the big one. The giant one. The big one. Want to put a hole in a store. Yep.
0: 5 days a little later in Indianapolis a Mr and Mrs Devine saw Harry trying to steal their car as it was parked in front of the Indianapolis Water Company Was
1: this the time when I mean I'm I'm hoping that this was the time when you still had to like crank a car no. to get it going damn it
0: No no we were Cuz that, that
1: would be the funniest robbery oh, those, be those car robberies ever. would be so fun to watch You know what you'd have to do it's what? so easy.
0: I would be the greatest carjacker of all time huh. back then. Well, you wait till you wait until the guy's done uh, cranking it and then you hop in it and oh, fuck it back? Totally, that shit
1: up. Totally. Or you totally. go forward, just run <laughs> him over. <laughs> just fuck but him. It's the easiest crime fuck ever. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. That's the move. <laughs> I'm picturing a dude who's like, my arm hurts, and they're like, oh well, come on, hurry. We've only got 20 minutes to get him. <laughs> You're instead the guy's just like, All right, well, she's humming. Good Lord! <laughs>
0: All right, so Mr. and Mrs. Devine were in a butcher shop, and they ran out to stop Harry. Mr. Devine rushed over to the driver's side to pull Harry out, and at that time, Harry told Devine to let him go since, quote, I'm out of work. It's interesting,
1: interesting, (laughs) interesting. I know I'm trying to steal your car, but I don't have a job, sir. sorry, I thought you had work. I don't! Uh, Well, now please take my car.
0: The two men struggled. Okay. Harry then pulled out a gun and aimed it at Mr. Divine's stomach. Oh, boy. Mr. Divine pushed the gun down, and Harry shot him in the leg. Mm. Mrs. Divine then moved in and smashed Harry over the head with a roast. With a roast? She with like- just bought from the butcher. Jesus. Jesus. They were in a butcher shop.
1: Still. And she
0: bought a roast. Grab a cleaver. And she came out with it in her hand because they saw him see there. in the car. So she used the only weapon she had available, which was a giant piece of meat.
1: You're roasted when he falls. <laughs> you just got well, she roasted. Was,
0: she wasn't a, a giant Austrian You're man. roasted. Honey,
1: stop that. He's roasted. The, okay.
0: I don't, it's not sexy to me when you do the...
1: How do you like it, uh, dead guy? I don't. Roasted.
0: I'm I'm not attracted to you like that. Roasted. Okay.
1: Come fuck me. (laughs) I can't. Come on. It's too. Okay. Get in me. Mm. Roasted. (laughs) Roasted. Wow.
0: That's the worst thing we've ever done on this (laughs) podcast. It's turn. Um, At that point, so after she hit him with the roast, other men came over and and helped hold him until the cops came.
1: Okay. They just like beat him with like cold cuts and. Cheeses and stuff.
0: Yeah, they put Yeah, in... Someone help me! This is right when Slim Jims came out.
1: Here, I'll put this bratwurst in his mouth. Put the cheese in his ass! All right, that's the weird guy. Sir! Seriously, put
0: this cheese in his ass! Did you even know he did anything? What? Put this cheese in your ass, too! I saw him suggesting that to people down the street. I'm
1: putting it in my ass! He doesn't know there's been a robbery.
0: Welcome to Food Street! Jesus Christ! (laughs) Uh... Harry was taken to a jail in a terra Hot or Hout, but I looked it up and they said Hot was also appropriate. Yeah, well, uh, he was charged with attempted auto theft. The good thing about theft, th- being done yes, with a, you're not going to get any guff oh, from no, me. No, someone from like someone from, from Indiana will not give me shit online at all. Yeah, uh, he was charged with attempted auto theft and battery with intent to kill. Okay. While he was there, he tried to escape by sawing through the bars of his cell. Okay, but he failed. How like old fail? school. Old school saw through because it takes a long time to saw through your bars. Well,
1: that's the only way to fail. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's the only. It's going to take a while. To how do it. you? Saw, how does he saw through it? You get a. You get a file from where? Oh well, a buddy will bring it. A buddy will bring it God, in, in really a cake just, or whatever. Happened. Yeah,
1: I mean that really. There, there's no when way. What are they going to realize? <laughs> no guys bring other guys cake in jail.
0: Uh, people are still doing it yeah. to this day. <laughs> but the, I think I think the cake in a in a the file and a cake thing. Even though it's like a cartoon thing, I bet it was real at some point. That's why. It, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. It had to work a couple times.
0: On March 12th, 1922, he was sentenced to two uh, to 14 years in prison. That's quite an estimate. Yeah. They were there. Uh, you could get out in a couple. Not long or, or you real know, long. Like, a, you know, uh, a sixth of your life. May fourteen, uh, the... done. Uh, in May 1923, the governor rejected his request for clemency. Part of this was probably due to the fact that the superintendent of the prison wrote that Harry was, quote, as wild as a March hare. Not a hare on a head, like a rabbit hare. No, in, a mar- in March? A wild as a March hare. To me, that sounds like he's fucking a lot. But I guess there oh. might have been a different meaning for hare back then. Like maybe they ran a lot. But what was the March they- part? Well, I think that in March. month?
1: In m- March? Right. they really like getting Yeah, they got to
0: be Randy in March, right? They're looking to fuck. Spring. Spring so is, when is when the hormones he just, bubble. He didn't want Harry out there fucking. Wow, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, at the same time, though, his mother uh, was doing everything she could to get him released, telling everyone about Harry's mental illness. And on March 6th, 1924, it worked. Harry was granted parole. Okay. He moved in with his parents and worked at his father's sand and gravel business in Brazil, Indiana. That's that's but,
1: fun to name a place Brazil in Indiana. Know, right? But that where are you like- going? Brazil, Brazil. Oh,
0: that's gonna be so fun! Yeah, I'm going there for the uh, carnival. <laughs> it's 50 miles from Notre Dame. It's the real carnival. It's
1: supposed to be a nightmare. Yeah, there's a lot of carnies. There's a lot of
0: carnies. You throw stuff. Try to pop a balloon. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Um. By uh, so that didn't last long. The working with the living with the parents and working thing. He really enjoyed crime. You know
1: when you got when you got a gift. Yeah. Uh, by November
0: 1924, he was living in a boarding house run by a well-known madam in Kokomo, Indiana. He ran with other ex-cons and was suspected by police of running a gang that was robbing banks. Okay. Which is exactly what he was doing. Cool. In November, the gang hit a bank in Marion. The gang was very well organized, knew the situation, the surroundings, and worked with clockwork precision. Have you ever seen uh, Point Break? Dude, you talking about like the that. ex-presidents, yeah, bro?
1: That's what, that's what Utah! Th- Give me two!
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. The next robbery was in Lebanon, and this, see another city in...
1: What's going on in Indiana, then? I don't know. They're like, we're also, uh, I'm going to go to the Bahamas down the street. Uh, the
0: next robbery was in Lebanon. Uh, this time it was a hardware store, and a shitload of guns were taken. As well as 50 boxes of ammunition
1: Jesus Christ So
0: they're ready to go I mean they took a shitload of guns The next day A bank in Upland was robbed Again very precise But this time The cops had their descriptions Because right before the robbery The gang stopped to ask directions From two sheriffs <laughs>
1: uh, What? That is brash <laughs> Isn't that? That's really That's but you know, I will straight say. straight up I will say As a guy who's been on drugs In public before Yeah if there's a cop... Yeah, you talk to him. You Well, you don't move away. You don't do the thing where you're like, turn left hard. Right. You go, keep walking. Yeah. You know, maybe bring it up. Keep it cool. Even though maybe the trees are moving and smoking in your head. Maybe this wasn't the best
0: idea, though. Probably not the best idea. Because now uh, now the cops knew what they look like. Sure. Um, and so uh, members of the gang started getting arrested. First was James Robbins, who was arrested because he was flashing around a large amount of cash...
1: Mm, That's a tell. Look
0: at all this money I have. Where did you get it? I didn't have
1: money yesterday. Now I have a lot. Where did you get it? I have a lot of money. Where did you get the money? Lots of money, everybody. I think he robbed a fucking bank. La la la.
0: Uh, He confessed to one robbery, then rolled on his fellow gang members. Robin said they had all met in the Indiana State Reformatory. So they all met in fucking jail. Right. But the robberies uh, weren't done yet. In March 1925, four men robbed a bank in New Harmony. One employee was hit over the head with a gun when he couldn't open the safe.
1: <laughs> I now, like that he like because he couldn't. He, he couldn't. wasn't like. He was probably. With them. It was the guy shaking with the keys. Nervous. Yeah, yeah.
0: I got it. I got it. I have a daughter. I have a daughter. I got it. Got it. <laughs> now, cops all over the Midwest were on the lookout with, uh, and they had orders to shoot to kill. Five days later, a bank in Kokomo was hit. Four days after that, another one in Laketon. On April 2nd, 1925, Harry and two other accomplices were arrested in Detroit in an apartment. Once again, it was because one of the other guys had been flashing around a lot of
1: cash. Good God.
0: I have so much money, you guys. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is... So much money.
1: Says a lot about where we are.
0: I have money. Yeah. Um. They were sent uh, back to Indiana. We do the same thing now. Yeah. Well, Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. They were sent back to Indiana and were told they were facing charges of uh, being habitual criminals, which meant uh, they could get life
1: sentences. In Cuba, which was down the street. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, because... Because everything's named foreign countries there. Gotcha. Remember from two minutes ago? I stopped listening. Oh,
0: God damn it. During their stay in the Howard County jail, Harry and fellow gang member Ted Skeer attempted to escape. While they were in a court hearing, a Pinkerton detective went to their cells and found that one of the bars in Skeer's cell had been cut through. In Harry's cell, a bar was almost cut through. The cells hey, he just couldn't finish bars. No, he, you know, he's tired. The cells were then searched and
1: ten saw
0: blades were found. <laughs>
1: And they all they were getting done was like one bar ten, but what is your what is your plan? How do you plan on doing
0: that? getting out? yeah, like you, you have to saw you open a window it is the win, it is the window bar thing what? I don't know if it's the window bar, but you just open it up and then I, and then you go
1: it just doesn't seem <laughs> it seems like someone will notice your project Harry's parents
0: hired an attorney to represent their boy. When put on the stand, Harry confessed to robbing a bank and said that all the evidence found was his, not skiers. Okay. He was conv- convicted and sentenced to 10 to 21 years. He wasn't big on cooperating with the prison authorities, though. He gave them the wrong name when he got there. He wouldn't recognize the warden. He wouldn't make a statement. He refused to have his picture taken, and he spit on a guard.
1: Jesus. So he's gone. Not recognizing the warden is my favorite. Yeah. Can I help you? Huh? Oh yeah. Hey, sir. Do I know you? Have we Prisoner 4106? 410... I got one of those faces. Maybe that's the
0: thing. Prisoner four one oh six. Look at me. Uh uh-huh. I am Warden Jefferson.
1: Nice to meet you, never met you before. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> We've met twenty times! Huh?
0: I see you every day. It's great to meet you finally. Okay. I would like What watch was that. the name? Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. Can you beat this guy, huh? Can you beat? Can we beat this guy? Wait a minute. Get the one bar I took down. John Dillinger was born on June twenty second, nineteen o three, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh shit! His dad was a grocer and quite the disciplinarian. Okay. He lived by the phrase "spare the rod and spoil the child."
1: You know what I mean? Give it, what it up. What does that mean? Beat
0: the kid senseless. Uh, okay. John's mom died when he was three years old. Good. Every fucking one. Yeah. His dad remarried, and at first John hated his stepmother, but then they grew close over the years and oh, eventually God. Oh, he uh, fucks her. fell in love and yeah. they had a three-year relationship. Knew it. Knew it. <laughs> Might as well fuck your stepmom. Yep. I mean, if you're mad at your dad, fuck your stepmom. Seriously. Word for me. Uh, he was always in trouble as a teen. He was getting in fights and being arrested for petty theft. He quit school to work in a machine shop. You may as well say I'm going to jail.
1: Yeah, okay. If you
0: quit a school a to work in a machine shop. shop, you should just say I'm going to be a prisoner now. Well,
1: dude, when you're in seventh grade, it's tough. It is tough. I mean, you're one year away from graduating. You got a kid. You got a kid already. <laughs> it's time. Uh, but...
0: John Dillinger still stayed out all night partying, so his dad moved the family to the rural town of
1: Mooresville. Wait, this is after he'd been banging his stepmom? His dad is moving the family? Yeah, I couldn't figure out exactly
0: when he was banging his stepmom, but yes, yeah, somewhere in here he's banging his stepmom. I don't think his dad knew about it. <laughs> I'm moving the family. Um, uh, uh, John was arrested in Mooresville for stealing a car. Dad was not happy, okay. and John was pushed to join the Navy. That did not go well. Right. He deserted. Okay. He then returned home and met a lady and got married. But he couldn't keep a job and decided that being a robber was the way to go. That's a good job. Yeah. Honey, I tried the IHOP. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put guns in people's faces and Follow take money. Follow your dreams. Okay, thank you. I love your support. I love you. Uh, he and a friend robbed a grocery store of $50. But they did it in the town. So, as they ran out the door, they passed the local minister who knew them.:
1: Sorry, they literally just went into like the grocery store a local in their store. Town.
0: Yeah, and they robbed it, and there's a minister like, "Hey, John, hey, Gary, how you guys doing? Hey, Hey, We're uh, running,
1: running. But wait, so okay. So he, so there's is the, the
0: so he got arrested the next day. Yeah, but how do you? Well, sorry, it it's a terrible plan. Well, okay, but we, there were disguises back then. People knew what a disguise. Well, maybe was. what John Dillinger needs is some sort of mentor.
1: Great. So now it's time for Harry to hook it up.
0: <laughs> uh, they arrested the next day. John's dad, after talking to the prosecutor, convinced John to confess and plead guilty. Okay. Which John did, assuming his dad had worked out a deal with the prosecutor. But had
1: his dad worked out
0: no deal? No deal. Turns out he was very surprised when he was given a 10 to 20 year sentence.
1: What did his dad... Does his dad know what a deal is? Dad didn't give a shit. Oh, so his dad just wanted to fuck him over.
0: Yeah, his dad's like, fuck this kid. Right, okay. Now he was in Indiana State Prison with a gentleman named Harry Pierpont. So. John Dillinger wasn't happy. And he said, quote, I will be the meanest bastard you ever saw when I get out of here. Good. He also had gonorrhea when he went in. Mm. Yep. But Harry and Dillinger had... uh, That's what we should call it when diarrhea goes away. Gonorrhea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I mean... I'm gonorrhea! Yeah, well, you're just like, how's your diarrhea? It's like, gonorrhea! Gonorrhea. (laughs) I feel better. Pepto-bismol. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea.
0: Uh, Harry and Dillinger had similar similar interests like robbing banks.
1: So you like to rob too? Like to steal money from dudes. Dude, I can't believe we're
0: just meeting. Hey. Um, so also other prisoners like Dillinger because he could do twice the amount of work expected in the laundry room. And he could do other prisoners work. Okay. So he was like, you know, he was fucking making shit happen in prison. Sure. So they're in prison. Harry taught, John Dillinger, how to really plan a bank robbery. It turns out that Harry. Well, why would studied... you listen
1: to a man in a jail cell with you on how to do successful robberies? Well,
0: that who else are you going to listen to? The well, guard? Well, someone who's out on the out. Yeah, but well, they they call prison criminal school. That's true. Like you learn all kinds. All of right, shit. I was having some fun. You're right. Uh, so it turns out Harry had studied the best. He had studied Herman Lamb, a German bank robber who believed in the importance of precision, meticulously casing the bank, knowing the layout, knowing how. Uh, to access vaults and mapping out escape routes. And he would do rehearsals over and over, so nothing would go wrong. Okay. Now, these gentlemen really wanted to work together robbing banks, but the big problem was that they were in jail because they tried to rob banks. They got to get out, Dave. Luckily, Dillinger was finally paroled in 1933, and they could set their plan in motion. Okay. Harry had given Dillinger a list of easy banks and stores to hit, He also set him up with a reliable gang to get the jobs done.
1: So Harry's still on the inside. He's in the joint. Harry's in the joint. Yeah.
0: But Dillinger's out, turning shit loose. All right. Dillinger spent the summer of 1933 on a crime spree. Fun. Uh, His gang made tens of thousands of dollars, all for a good cause. Which was? To break Harry and his boys out of prison. Right. They used the money for briberies, a safe house, and to buy guns and ammo. Jesus. At one point, his brother Hubert... Oh, there was a really close call. At one point, his brother Hubert and, uh, and John Dillinger were driving home, and Hubert fell asleep. Uh, and he rammed into another car on the road, and then their car veered off into the woods. The people in the other car said the two gunmen got out and walked in separate directions. Dillinger walked off with a Tommy gun... After he removed the car's license plates, okay. <laughs> so he gets out of the car, he takes off the license plates, and they just walk through the Tommy gun, and they're like, okay, "Can we get that- your
1: insurance information, <laughs> sir?
0: Are you a State Farm, sir?"
1: <laughs> just that's so baller. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> just take the license plates off, get the Tommy gun, and walk away.
0: When police looked in the car, they found maps, a machine gun clip, a length of rope, and a bullwhip. Apparently, John Dillager was going to use the bullwhip when he paid a visit to his former one-armed attorney who had run off with a retainer.
1: Oh, wow. That is awesome. That's so spe- That's kind of Tarantino written all over it. Yeah, over it's it. very specific. Just one arm so you're going to take a bullwhip. <laughs> well, you have guns. Yeah, but I want to keep them alive for a little while.
0: Meanwhile, the Indiana State Clemency Commission heard an appeal for Harry's release. Harry said he was a man of strong character and that he was a leader, not a follower. Is that what you... That's not uh, what you should say to clemency. Neither's right. No. Hey, I'm really good at getting people to follow me. Yeah. And I'm a very serious gentleman. Yeah. The state produced records that explain <laughs> that when Harry had been sentenced, he said he would try to escape. and It was only the duty of official. Uh, the, it was the duty of authorities to stop him and that he made three failed escape attempts during his imprisonment. He had also received 10 punishments in prison for his behavior, along with two reprimands. OK. So clemency was denied. OK. You can well, believe they're, that. They're,
1: they're right to
0: do that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah on september 13th 1933 john dillinger drove up ran to the prison wall and threw three loaded revolvers wrapped in newspapers over the prison wall extra extra read all about it yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but they were not found by harry instead two other prisoners found the guns. oh my god yeah the, i mean seriously you got to be pretty meticulous
1: i thought the whole thing was planning
0: <laughs> where, where where over the wall yeah
1: I mean, uh, yeah, you're like, oh, shit, I think they found the newspapers with guns in them. Three other
0: prisoners were punished for the guns and put into solitary confinement. Danny McGorgian, Jack Gray, and Eddie Murphy. Can you believe that? Eddie fucking Murphy. Man.
1: What, like... Right? What hasn't he been in? <laughs> <laughs> Next, Did You know Church- when he was in there, he was like, Roxanne... You don't have to put on a red light.
0: Next, Dillinger managed to sneak three .45 caliber pistols into the prison's shirt factory in a barrel of thread. I mean, listen to what you just said.
1: <laughs> what? How? It's like a cartoon. They <laughs> The prison shirt factory right off the bat is interesting. Yeah. But then just
0: put them just a a big barrel of thread with some guns. Dillinger,
1: what are you doing? Uh, I deliver thread for a living now. That's my job. Wow, you really turned a corner. I did.
0: Harry and fellow prisoner Russell Clark told the factory superintendent that they were needed in the basement. I mean, so he walked them down there. Yeah, naturally. Of course, we're needed in a dark place away from everybody else. Okay, let's head over there. The, the supervisor was quickly overpowered by several prisoners, ah. prisoners in the basement. Ah. I don't know what a double cross. Wait a minute. You lied to me. The gang, uh, then gang member Walter Dietrich ran to tell another superintendent that there was a fight. That guard then ran into a trap. Oh, and was, man. Yeah. Now seven gang members had guns and three had clubs. A foreman came downstairs to get some supplies, and he was also quickly captured. Oh, no, I don't even give a fuck. I'm here for pencils, gentlemen. Jesus Christ. So now they had three hostages, and they began their long walk to freedom. Okay. They hid their guns under shirts and slowly walked through the entire prison. Okay. The guards and other prisoners did not notice. So if I'm understanding this correctly, it's three guards and ten dudes just walking through the prison, and everyone's just like, hey, Bob. Yeah, look at that. What's up, Jimmy John, Jim, John? They look pretty cool. Look at those guys just Hanging walking out. on through the prison. See, it doesn't
1: matter. You can be a guard or a prisoner. You're still friendly. Everybody's good here. We're all
0: good. When they got to the gate, to a gate, one of the hostages told the guard to open the gate, or they'd be killed. <laughs> okay, hey, uh, Hey Larry, could you open this gate? Why? Well, this guy's gonna shoot me in the head.
1: Yeah, I'll open
0: it. Thank you. The gate was open. They did the next thing at the next. Uh, they did the same thing at the next gate, and at a third gate, they used a steel shaft as a battering ram to get through. Jesus! Now, they had to get through the outer gate.
1: There, D- they. But, but what are the guard? What are the other guards? What do they think? They know they're under. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they think I like to think that they had no idea There they
0: beat the shit out of a guard Until another guard opened the gate At this point they had access to the administration building And put eight prison workers into vaults One was moving too slow So he was shot in the leg and shoulder
1: Oh, that'll speed him up
0: Yeah. Then the warden stumbled in
1: And now he was a hostage I don't recognize you Good morning, fellas (laughs) Oh, you know me now, huh, motherfucker? Now you know who I am. Right. Interesting, bitch. Fine. I'll get in the goddamn vault.
0: They went outside, and they split into two groups. One group happened upon a sheriff who was dropping off some prisoners. Wow. Bad timing. They quickly uh, jumped on him, took his guns, and three of them climbed in his car and made him drive. Oh, God. He was like, no. No. So that group had four guys, but only three got in the car. So I don't know. The fourth guy was like, "I'm going to walk. Uh, my legs, you <laughs> yeah. know, I could use the exercise." I've been, I've been really just, I've been cooped up. Yeah, really super cooped up. I think I'm going to go for a jog. A little joggy jog. Harry was leading the other group. They went to a gas station and attacked the attendant, stole a car, and headed west. They made it to their uh, set up safe house. They were immediately ready to start robbing banks, knowing Dillinger had been out there casing and setting everything up. But then they learned Dillinger had been arrested four days before. Oh, fuck. And he was in the Allen County Jail. Go get him. And that would not do. The gang came up with a plan to get Dillinger out of jail. Oh, God. The world was also, now the world is also completely different than when they went in. Right when they went in, it was all fucking the roaring 20s. And now it's the Great Depression, 25% unemployment. Right. You know, it's all, everything's gone to fucking shit. So they stole another car and took off for a different safe house. But the Indiana State Police soon learned about the car theft and put up a blockade. And now the gang was speeding through the Indiana roads trying to make a getaway. During the flight, a door of the car opened up and one of the gang, James Jenkins, fell out. Okay. They couldn't stop to get him and they had to leave him behind. Oh, God. So... (laughs) This is a time when car doors just open up and you fall out. And people are like, fuck it. Yeah, well, you know, what that's What's he going to do? That's going to happen. Oh, man. We lost a Jenkins. I mean, imagine, yeah, just falling out just of a car. Just rolling out of a car. Whoopsies. Oh, my bad. Oh, I was trying to reach for something. Um, Jenkins was killed that night by a local posse. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, the gang realized they were short on funds, so they hatched a plan to rob a local bank. They hit the first national bank in St. Mary's and got away with $11,000. A female member of the gang spent the next couple of days baking and ironing the money to make it look old. The the purpose. women, the women in the gang even have to bake money.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I have so many questions about ironing money.
0: Are you, I think it's just to make it look war. Doesn't that make it look newer? I think, I, I think it would make it it out again. He baking does. it, I get. I guess baking it. But baking baking it, it? But baking it? What about rolling it in dirt? Or yeah, baking. On your asshole? Like anything, but... Easy. I think dirt is a fine option. Your money smells terrible, sir.
1: Uh, well, it's been ironed. <laughs> <laughs> Harry then
0: had uh, Dillinger's girlfriend brought to Ohio and set off to free him from jail. Okay. So that's nice, his, lady, his lady's there. Yeah, I'm sure she was a peach. The gang consisted of several men and women, including Homer Van Meter, who was the funny one and had the skill... <laughs> the
1: name tells you he's the funny yeah.
0: one. Homer Van Meter.
1: Hey, what am I? This candle's
0: all like, what, what? What's this, a clown nose on my ear? What, yeah. what? <laughs> um, Homer had the skill of being able to throw himself out of joint and appear to be crippled.
1: Oh, so, so he would... Oh, he could throw, like he could. Oh, wow! Like yeah, he what? Could, like, his his legs, he'd joint. Joint.
0: He his legs or his hip or something out of joint, and then, and then he could just like wow. Okay, that's just helpful. That's that's like a superpower. That is a superpower. Yeah. Back then, in the yeah. fucking thirties, totally. Um, there was also Charles Fat Charlie Mackley and Russell Booby Clark. Booby, yeah, a booby, booby, and John Red Hamilton. Bunch of guys. So Harry and two other. You
1: had to have a nickname,
0: though. you had to. Okay. Uh, Harry and two other gang... Yeah, that was really what they said. Everyone wanted a nickname. Yeah. You know, that's why they had Babyface and all right. that shit. Harry and two other gang members entered the jail at 6 in the evening and said they were Indiana State Prison Officials and had come to transfer Dillinger back to Indiana. Well, Dave, that can't possibly work. Why? Because it's crazy and... Well, the sheriff said, okay, can I see your paperwork? Okay. And Harry was like, it's right here, motherfucker. And it he shot him in the gut. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. He actually said it's right here, and then he shot him. Here's so, your paperwork. Here's your paperwork. You're You're um, roasted. Then, then beat the sheriff, just to be sure, even though they'd shot him in the tummy. Right. That, that's um, the right order. Yeah. The sheriff's wife and a deputy were then locked in a cell. The, his wife was there doing a crossword puzzle. Oh, God. Uh,
1: Barry, what's five down? My stomach. Something you pick. But something that can't pick you. Bleeding. Five down. Bleeding. Hold on, let me look at five across. Five (laughs) across. Wound. No, that's not even part... What are you saying? The wound is five down?
0: Wound.
1: The wound is five down? That's too many letters. Wound. No, I don't... Well, unless actually... If that U was actually a W, maybe. (laughs) Uh, I don't know.
0: Okay, so the sheriff and his deputy were locked in a cell And uh, and the gang went off With Dillinger, who was like Man, I'm happy to see you guys Can't believe that fucking worked You guys uh, The Indiana State Police Captain Thought he knew of a great way To fuck with these guys Whenever he talked to the media, he would call the gang The Dillinger Gang instead of the Pierpont Gang Oh God He figured that would create friction in the group Pretty smart Nope, Harry didn't give a shit about fame Alright, mind. And Dillinger loved it. Okay, great. Uh, but the heat was still on, and the gang decided to split up and meet again in Chicago. On October 14th, Dillinger and gang member Homer Van Meter went to the Indiana police station in Peru and acted like they were tourists. In Peru? Yeah, Indiana's got a bunch of fucking cities named after other I'm countries. just saying. Did we, like, export South America at some point? Indiana's fucking ridiculous. All right. Okay, so they show up at a police station, and they're like, hey, we're here to check out your... Jail and who are you? other things yeah. at the station. And they're like, we're tourists. Oh. We're here to look at everything. Well, sure. The cops showed them around the station, so the criminals got a nice look at where everything was. Later that night, Dylan, Pierpont, and uh, Dietrich raided the station for guns and bulletproof vests.
1: Wow. They got and vests.
0: Police now thought the gang had declared war on the law. Some cops... Thought they were trying to start an army of criminals. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Indiana National Guard was put at the ready for whenever the state police needed them and volunteer posses formed all over the state. The gang hit a ba- bank in Greencastle, Indiana on October 23rd. It was their usual precise robbery taking just five minutes and hauling in $74,000. Oh, shit. They were so good that not one cop at the police station across the street knew what was going wow. on. They robbed a fucking bank across the street from a police station. They
1: really don't give a fuck. Huge
0: balls. Yeah. At that robbery, Dillinger refused to take the money of a farmer who had been standing in line. Ah, oh, and he's a sweetie? He's a sweetie guy! Yeah. Now the gang got a Robin Hood reputation, which was perfect during the Great Depression. Yeah. Harry
1: would later say... That's kind say, of what Trump's economic policy is. Exactly.
0: That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Uh, Harry would later say, quote, I only stole... From the bankers who stole from the people And everyone pretty much was down with that The press was covering the gangs Every move, coast to coast, making them celebrities
1: How great would that be today? Fucking amazing Just people who just stole from the bankers? Uh, I would love it if they stole Wall Street.
0: I would love it if they stole from the Wall Street guys Who just make all that fucking money And fuck everybody they can Just take
1: their money? That'd be great, I'd be fine with that
0: Um, They planned another bank robbie But problems were arising in the gang Uh oh Copeland was drinking way too much And Shouse was fucking every woman alive, and that was driving everyone crazy.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Harry said they needed to drop Copeland as the driver and give the job to Shouse, so Copeland was booted out. But then Shouse said he already decided to rob a bank by himself. Oh, he's going solo. But then someone overheard Shouse trying to convince Hamilton to rob the bank with him, so it's a total clusterfuck. Right. Uh, I don't know when we became a high school gang. It sounds fun. But we're a fucking gang of criminals, not a bunch of this all this bullshit of, like, I want to rob a bang with you, but now with you. We just need to go out together. Be it's like very clicky.
1: It's very Beverly Hills 90210.
0: So they kicked Shouse out of the gang. Oh. As Shouse left, he walked outside and stole Clark's car.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's a criminal. That's awesome. It's the best thing ever. That's how you get out. <laughs> That's <laughs> mic drop.
0: That is total mic drop. Um... So, uh, and maybe don't kick out one of the guys who knows how to steal cars. True. Near the cars.
1: Yeah. Well, at least keep your eye. Like, how are you getting out of here?
0: Yeah. What are you going to do? Walk? You're walking, right? Walking? Um, uh. But the robbery was uh, still on. The morning of the big heist, they woke up and read in the paper that Copeland had been arrested.
1: Okay. For yeah. drinking?
0: For well, what? Who knows? Probably. Probably, yeah. Because he got kicked out of the gang, too. Right. So. Uh, but they still hit the American Trust company bank in Wisconsin anyway. Yeah, let's go. They walked in and yelled, stick them up! So that, that did actually happen. Classic move. Uh, teller on the phone did not stick them up, so they shot him.
1: Well, he should have
0: stuck him up. When the teller fell to the ground, he hit a hidden alarm. He <laughs>
1: felt like that dude's, that's like a diving catch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, still hit the button. Caleb!
0: Uh, two cops came in, but they were, uh, really bad at being cops and Harry jumped on one subduing him and the other one was shot.
1: That is insane to be able to subdue two at once.
0: No, it's crazy. The gang then cleared out the vault and took a bunch of hostages outside. They shot at a couple of cops on the way out and then got in their car and sped off a couple blocks away. The cop hostage they had was tossed out of the car and they escaped again. Okay. Next, Harry Dillinger and Hamilton robbed a bank in Indiana. Well, how is is? Are they that? They're just that good. Yeah, I think they are very good. Okay. Yeah. Cops were there again, and but also like the cops aren't the cops organized in a national unit really yet. Like the FBI is just getting going. Well, the idea like, not...
1: that like you just have to do a little research seems like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Although I don't even know if they had the. I don't know what year the FBI started, but it's right around now. Anyway. So the cops are there again. This time, Dillinger killed a cop. Oh, boy. Hamilton was wounded. Shit was going south, right? Okay. Harry, Dillinger, and two other gang members headed out to West Tucson, Arizona because the heat was on. They had shitloads.
1: Well, they're trying to get away from the heat. Don't go to Tucson. <laughs> Girl! It's <laughs> very hot.
0: They had shitloads of cash from all the robberies. In the middle of the night, on January 21st, a fire broke out at the Hotel Congress. Firemen went room to room, waking up the guests, but one guy on the top floor was very concerned about his luggage and didn't want to leave the building.
1: Hmm, I wonder what he had packed.
0: The fireman forced him out. Later, when he was outside on the sidewalk, he talked a fireman into letting him back into the burning building.
1: <laughs> How do you... I don't know. So, hey, I got please? Some...
0: Do you know what a kitty is? Please? I have a kitty. Jose's up there. A little Jose. <laughs> Uh, when he came out, he had expensive-looking bags. Three days later, the fireman saw the fireman saw a photo of Russell Clark in a t- detective magazine and told police that was the guy from the hotel. Okay. I just love the fact that he was reading a detective
1: magazine. <laughs> What's that? What, is the, what is a detective magazine? I don't know. Only for detectives. <laughs> you a detective? Uh, uh no. Uh, <sighs> Sounds like you might be. Here you go. Oh,
0: thank you. I'm a detective now. Around the same time, two tourists told the police a man that looked exactly like Russell Clark had been bragging in a nightclub that it was really easy to make a living robbing banks. Interesting. So so this guy's not a brain surgeon. No. He's what's known as a fucking idiot. Right. Okay. To be clear. To be clear, this guy's a fucking moron. For sure. Yep. Police investigated and realized that Harry... Fat Charlie Macley and Russell Clark were in town. They figured Dillinger would arrive at any time. Macley was arrested in a radio repair shop. Okay. Harry was stopped in his car for a routine check of his car papers and then arrested. Okay. Clark was located in a rented house and went down swinging. Literally? So he, he, yeah, he, had, he, he, had, he fought. I like it. He ended up with a lacerated scalp. In the house, they found the bags Clark had gotten out of the hotel. They contained machine guns, pistols, ammunition, and bulletproof vests. But
1: anything incriminating?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The cops then waited and watched the house. Sure enough, Dillinger came walking up the path, and the three cops jumped out and quickly arrested him. Dillinger said, well, I'll be damned.
1: Fair. Fair. So he was right? legit surprised. Right, legit.
0: <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Holy moly, fellas. Look at this small world. At this point, the gang was famous, particularly Dillinger. The Fox movie ton News uh, brought in a camera crew from Hollywood. 2,000 people swarmed the jail, hoping to see Dillinger and his gang. Their meals were catered by a local restaurant. Uh, and Dillinger was allowed to have his terrier puppy in jail.
1: That's pretty cool. Local law enforcement That's wanted to... so cool. It's kind of insane. If you, could, if you could have your dog in jail... Yeah, it's not bad. Ah, uh, way better. The Local, dog, on the other hand, is like, what the fuck happened? Ha- what did I do? Did I go to your yard? Holy fuck, Yards I was in a really yard fun. an hour ago. Yard would be fun.
0: Local law enforcement wanted to get rid of them as soon as possible. Dillinger was sent to Indiana and the others to Ohio to face their respective murders. Right. Right. The jail Dillinger was in was called escape proof by Sheriff Lillian Holly.
1: Well, they're just asking for it.
0: 3 months later, Dillinger carved a piece of wood into the shape of a gun. Painted it black and walked out of jail. He
1: fucking made a wood gun? Yeah. That he painted. That he painted. And, and people then, were like, "Shit, he got a gun." Holy shit, he's got a really That's weird looking gun. So smart. Larry Dylan just got an IKEA gun. That must have been so. He must have been like, and I can't believe that fucking worked. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. I really never thought that would work. I mean, I'll tell you when I was like, when I was actually like sanding that gun. I was like, no way.
0: And let me tell you something. When I was using it, so (laughs) so hard not to laugh.
1: Oh god, I was. I wanted to laugh
0: so hard. Oh,
1: they were so freaked out.
0: Oh my god, I kept biting my tongue. I was actually biting my tongue.
1: (laughs) I literally lost a piece of my tongue.
0: Uh. FBI records say that he actually carved a potato into the shape of a gun. A potato gun?
1: Yeah. Wow. And painted it black.
0: Man. Dillinger went back to robbing banks and hiding out in Chicago, and he got plastic surgery. What if done. he just
1: got really cocky and was not like robbing him with bananas? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't mean what isn't a gun to these people. I don't know what to do, so I'm gonna he, give you all my just, money because this pa- is too weird. He just paints like his thumb and his index finger black and just holds it holds it up. It's really weird, so I'm just gonna give you the money. Yeah, watch it too. Okay. I got I got bullets in my finger in my I think
0: you're I think he's crazy. What is that?
1: I just cocked it.
0: Okay. Okay, here you go.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: he got plastic surgery done by two underworld surgeons. They had plastic surgery. Who had lost their license due to drug use? Yeah. What what would what, what, what would you get back? Then? Okay, so he got a small facelift, had moles removed, and scars fixed, and he filled his famous cleft chin. Oh,
1: he finally had the cleft filled. Yeah, finally.
0: Then chemicals were used to burn off his fingerprints. Oh wow! So that was a thing. Yeah. And when it was over, Dillinger looked himself in the mirror and said, Hell, I don't look any different than I did! <laughs> it cost him like five grand. Uh. Shouse testified against Clark and Harry. Okay. He was still pissed about getting kicked out. Okay. Uh, but then he refused to testify against Mackley because he was scared after Harry's trial. Harry went toe-to-toe with the p- prosecutor in his trial while on the stand. After the prosecutor accused him of stealing over $300,000, Harry said, quote, I wish I had. Well, at least if I did, I'm not like some bank robbers. I didn't get myself elected president of the bank first. Zing. Take that, you asshole. Zing. Then the prosecutor asked, that's the kind of man you are, is it? And Harry said, yeah, I'm not the kind of man you are robbing widows and orphans. You'd be like me if you had the nerve. Does he think it's a roast battle? (laughs) Does he know what's happening? He thinks it's a roast battle. Okay. In March, Harry and Mackley were were sentenced to death. Clark got life. Okay. Harry got a marriage license and tried to marry his longtime sweetheart and fellow gang member, Mary Kinder. Oh, Kinder. He contacted three ministers, but none would perform the ceremony. Mackley uh, appealed... His sentence, based on the fact that he'd been shackled during the entire trial with machine guns, pointed at his back.
1: <laughs> so he, was, he felt he was owed something? He felt like that.
0: That is basically... Ser-
1: yeah, right. That's time served.
0: Um, but it, that was rejected. <laughs> on July 22nd, Dillinger was shot and killed by FBI agents as he tried to escape from a trap they had set outside a theater in Chicago. One of his own gang turned him in for 25000 now, Harry and the guys knew Jill- Dillinger would not be coming back to break them out of jail, and they had to do it on their own. So, Harry and Mackley carved fake guns out of soap. Soap guns? And painted them black with shoe polish.
1: Jesus, grab me now!
0: The guns also contained bits of cardboard, fountain pen, jigsaw puzzle, tinfoil, wire, and threads from blankets.
1: So their guns were bird's nests? Well, <laughs> what were they? What else have we got? Your gun smells really good, and it's got a lot of thread coming out of Thank it. Thank you. Is that a puzzle? Ah, that's the last piece. <laughs> that's Shoot a puzzle bullet at him.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Harry pretended to be sick. <laughs> when his guard brought his food, Harry said he couldn't get up, so the guard came close to him and put it down. Harry then jumped up and punched the guard there we go. and whipped out his soap gun. Hey! You're going to get washed, motherfucker. Easy, pal. You ready to be clean? Yeah,
1: don't make me use bubbles, baby.
0: The guard refused to give him his keys, so Harry hit him again and took the keys. He then opened all the death row cells. Oh. And Mackley held other guards at bay with his soap gun.
1: Soap gun?
0: Quite a few prisoners declined the invitation to run, but ten did join, including Russell Clark. There he is. The team's getting back together! They made their way through the prison until they came to a giant iron door. Then the alarm was sounded. Local police headed for the prison, and guards took their positions. All the other prisoners went back to their cells, except for Mackley and Harry. So now everyone's like, "Yeah, I don't. I'm eh, good. I'm good. I like it. It's better in there. A place to sit down and a toilet." And I mean, everything. look, it's a
1: it's a soap gun. You it, know what I mean? This
0: looks like a whole like uh, dye thing because we gun. have soap. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go back to my cell and get some dove, like yeah. a nice bar of dove, yeah. and then I'll be right out here with you to fight the good fight.
1: All right, guys, looking
0: forward to it. You got the Irish spring? We're really going to kill these motherfuckers. Lever 2000s. Lever 2000. Um, So uh, Harry grabbed a guard to use as a shield. As the guards with rifles arrived, the hostage guard threw himself against a wall and shots rang out. Mackley was hit in the head and shoulders. Harry was hit in the spine. Uh. Mackley was dead. Harry had little chance of recovery and would be paralyzed for life if he did live. Four days later, Harry's appeal to be given life in prison instead of death was denied.
1: <laughs> I mean, talk about shitty timing. I good know, Lord. right?
0: Ah, oh, it's just like bad on top I of bad. I promise I'll be good.
1: Turns out the escape
0: attempt did not help him with his appeal. Wow. On October 17th, Harry was carried to the electric chair. He was crying from the pain from his wounds. He had been seen crying for several days. Ugh. He was strapped in the chair, and his last words were, Today oh, I Oh, this have- hurts like fuck! Holy fucking <laughs> shit! <laughs> what
1: were <the> his last words? <laughs> Goddamn son of a bitch! Really shit burns, ass. really burns, really burns. hurts! Hurts! Hurts, <laughs> hurts!
0: <laughs> His last words were, Today I am, only ma- I am the only man alive who knows the whos and hows.
1: Was he writing and- Dr. Seuss <laughs> stuff?
0: And the hows and whos. And then the whos came who? and the hows <laughs> said, How?
1: The howsers and the whosers. And as my end
0: comes very shortly, I'll take this little story with me on the last walk. So he didn't he was completely out of his fucking tree. That makes no sense.
1: No, no, he's taking this gonna tell this story in heaven.
0: The switch was thrown and Harry jerked for two minutes until declared dead. Harry was thirty two years old, he was buried in a family plot in Holy Cross Cemetery in Indianapolis. Jesus. How about that shit?
1: some badass motherfuckers.
0: that's the guy who taught dillinger what the what was yeah
1: we don't i mean he's kind of the rube and how the dude forgotten
0: yeah he was forgotten because dillinger got all the press dillinger was what he was so hot he was called shiznit the shiznit um
1: well what do we got anything that's it
0: you got anything else to say you care about anybody
1: Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't feel like there's a forum.
0: Um, Go to follow us on uh, Twitter uh, at the dollop. Uh, If you want to uh, give us a suggestion for a topic, send it to the dollop podcast at gmail.com. Do not send it to Facebook. Do not send it to Twitter because those are very hard to keep track of. And I would just lose them. Uh, Also like
1: and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Write a review and
0: subscribe on iTunes. That helps us a lot. Uh, And then remember, Vancouver on December 12th.
1: Yep, and somewhere in Utah soon.
0: Somewhere in Utah soon.
1: (laughs) All right, (laughs) Greg. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this this podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. Uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them.